Welcome to the Zen Brain Podcast, where we explore alternatives to psychiatric medication and uncover powerful integrative approaches to conscious lifestyle change. Do you know that your body is alive because of electricity? Without electricity, there can be no life. But where in your body is it made? I'm John Stuart Reed, an acoustic physics scientist, and I'd like to invite you to my free online event where you'll watch a live demonstration that reveals how the electricity in your body is created by sound, light, and water. After watching this live experiment, I predict that you'll never view your body in quite the same way again. And you'll come away with many other gems of knowledge. How low frequency sounds are created naturally in music that can reduce chronic inflammation, slow the rate at which you age and improve sexual function among many other wonderful health benefits. Join me and discover this new knowledge. Awakening your Kundalini is like playing a musical flute. I want you to imagine that your spinal cord is like a musical instrument and you have seven key notes along this instrument that each has a different tone and a different color and a different vibration and these we call the chakras or the padmas. So you have your Muladhara, your Swadhisthana, your Manipura, your Anahata, your Visuddha, Agya and Sahasrara at the top. Each one, according to the tradition, has a certain number of lotus petals. And if you play the flute well, and you play the tunes correctly, you start vibrating at more and more subtle levels as you climb. So let's take the sound of, let's say, the muladhara at the bottom of your spine. In the tantric tradition, this is considered your lowest vibrating element, the earth. That means it's that low vibration of lum at the earth. And by the time you get through the, you're going through earth, water, fire, air, and akasha, space at the throat. That means you have to go through five elements to get to the spiritual life. So the bottom three elements are your lower notes that make you keep alive, your sexuality, your food, your fears. Everything comes from these lower notes. If you learn to play them well, then your heart opens and anahata opens. And at that note, you become human. You become loving, creative, compassionate, kind. And then once you play the throat, you're getting past human. You're entering the field of akasha, spirit. Once you learn to play these notes, your spirit opens up at the throat, you lose your physical consciousness and you become, start to become a spiritual being. Join with the pranic field, with your mind. You open, you expand your mind towards Shiva consciousness and Shiva Shakti consciousness. And this is why raising your vibration in Tantra starts from the earth, but it goes up to 36 levels of vibration. And at the 36th level, you're at the, beyond the speed of light. You have union with Shiva and Shakti and you can be everything. You're in that Shunya state of complete Samadhi. This complete state comes and you become one with everything. So you start from earth and you end up in heaven. This is the journey of vibrating on this beautiful musical instrument of your spinal cord. Namaha.
Welcome back to the Zen Brain Podcast. This is Michael Pierce. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about another moving meditation. And that is Kundalini Yoga, which is a great way to get high naturally. Kundalini is a practice um, that is best learned from a teacher or in a group setting. Uh, This form of yoga deals with some very powerful energies. So it's the ideal yoga to use for altering your consciousness. Um, The high energy is put into play. However, uh, it makes it all the more important for you to do the exercises correctly. So if you do like these meditations, I'd recommend finding a qualified teacher. Um, That way you don't, you know, get any bad habits. Uh, The Kundalini are the more intellectual branch of the India yogis. They have elaborated explanations for how each of the exercises work and um, plan on long sessions of yoga, meditation, and prayer. Um, Most of them would probably argue that these exercises don't really work properly out of context of a fuller Kundalini practice. Um, However, um, I found that even when you do some of these exercises Infrequently, it still provides you with a sense of greater alertness and well-being. And that alone should you know, help motivate anyone to try these techniques here to see if, um, if they work for them. So, here we go. This is called Breath of Fire. I'm going to describe it the best I can. Um, if, if this doesn't make sense... Um, you could go search it on YouTube to, to see how the technique works so you can actually see the belly moving in and out when somebody's doing it. Um, but this is a, a basic constituent of many of the Kundalini exercises, but can be done independently of them too. Um, what you do is you sit comfortably with your back straight and you breathe in and out through the nose only. And you do it in quick, short contractions. Use your abdomen to control the breath so down near the belly button, and you simply pull the navel to expel the air and then relax it to inhale. So it kind of sounds like this. Okay, so do it as rapidly as you can, and then leaving your whole body relaxed, except for your abdomen. Um, You should also have a box of tissues nearby because it tends to clear out your nostrils when you do this. And do this for, you know, a minute at a time, Um, you know, until you can sustain it longer. Um, Once you've got into a nice, altered, relaxed um, state of mind, um, stand with your legs spread. Lean over and place your palms on the floor about two feet apart. Let your head relax down. Now raise your leg behind you without bending its knee. Raise it so the right foot is the highest part of your body. For one to two minutes, do push-ups in this position. So you'll just be bending your arms, then straightening them. Uh, Pretty simple. Then place the right leg back on the ground and repeat the whole exercise with the left leg. Okay, now sit either cross-legged or in an easy half-lotus position. Put your left hand straight out palm facing right, cross your right under and behind the left wrist, clasping the left hand from behind, both palms facing right, fingers 
interlocked. For two minutes or so, breathe deeply, raising the arms up a foot or so as you inhale and back down to directly in front of you as you exhale. On the last inhalation, stretch your arms straight up and relax in this position. Lastly, put your arms directly in front of you, palms facing each other about six inches apart. For three minutes, breathe deeply and rhythmically swing your arms directly out and behind you as you inhale and back to the front as you exhale. So this simple Kriya is what they call it, um, is for strengthening the aura and it will also get you high naturally. Thanks for joining me for the show and we'll talk to you next time. Hey, this is Michael. Before we get started with today's podcast, I wanted to invite you to an event that is going to provide you with a high quality sound experience that may facilitate a peak spiritual experience. Uh, These psychedelic sound sessions can provide personal, meaningful sound healing experiences and music evoked emotions of wonder and transcendence. So sign up now. Check out the link in the description. While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, I am still learning. I will double check all my facts but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. I am simply presenting my views in the form of entertainment that will be as evidence-based as possible. I welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Michael Pierce, or any guests or contributors to the podcast, or any employees, associates, or affiliates are responsible for damages arising from use of the podcast. Thank you.